Right, hello, welcome back to the TNC podcast, week 23. How are you keeping up with this, Jack? Don't know, might be wrong. Might be wrong. 23. We're back from the Midlands. We are. We're tired. Yeah, we are, but we are tired. It literally Slightly feels depressed. like we just got back. These, this championship routine is rigorous. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Mm. It's, um, it's a test, and I think it's... Uh, I, I still think we can be promoted. I really do. I mean, put it in their early doors. If you wonder why we look like... Legends. Won't go that far. Um, we're matching. We are is that, matching. is that a good look or not? I don't know. We'll let you guys decide. Anyway. You like the look. This logo, comment. you've probably seen it on the intro and the outro. Protrition. Uh, one of our sponsors. One of our very good sponsors. Uh, if you want to check them out, links in the description. Basically, they provide healthy meals that Chris consumes every week um so we do actually use them they are very good aren't they perfect for every day fitness business busyness convenience community great taste lifestyle nutrition protrition so if you want to check them out links in the description big up for them for oh actually but i'm allowed to actually i'm probably not allowed to say that never mind no I was, mm. say it I've got a discount code. Oh, yeah, you have? Yeah. Reeve 10. Reeve 10. We'll put that in the description as well. Yeah. Nice one. Uh, so if you do want them and you want a discount, use that discount code. Anyway, enough plugs. Let's get into it. Villa, 4-2 defeat. Yeah. Uh, Still angry. Yeah. I watched, I must admit, I, I watched back my own fan cam and sometimes I do it and I think, did I kind of go in a bit too hard? But I watched it back and I honestly just thought, actually, you know what? There's nothing that I mm. think actually that was too harsh. I thought... I, honestly, everything was fine. I mean, you know? it was it was it was interesting because I I couldn't face watching the highlights yesterday, so I watched them today, mm. and we looked even worse defensively than I thought on the day. It was just the first the time. first goal. I was like, that was just a decent goal. We were abysmal. No, no, it was awful. It uh, was yeah, it, it was, was dreadful. It was it was bad. And even you know, we've had a bad day when Harry Reid had a bad day. You you know, it's definitely a bad day at that point. I didn't think he was too bad. I mean, he, he gave the ball away for the first goal, didn't he? But at the same time, Mate, you give he beat away a husband far too easily and Russ was in no man's land. There was maybe arguments that Angus could have communicated that Russ had two men behind him, but Russ was just like... Seriously, what. for me, husband's out. Husband's out for Saturday against Millwall, mate. I mean, I don't trust him at the moment. He needs. I think he might need to maybe settle into the squad, play a few cup games first. Personally, for me, I'd put Yannick there. A left back. Yeah. Really, mate? Honestly, <laughs> anyone apart from I, that was what I was going to ask. Like, I'm not convinced with husband. I suppose the the tough thing is he's a new player. We're what four games in. How long do you give him? Because let's not forget, Nelson Oliveira was crap when we first signed him. Oh, I completely disagree with you. No, I, I, he was bad when we first signed him. Okay, fine. I disagree. But I suppose the question still stands. How long do you give a player before you're like, I just can't deal with this anymore? I think we need to, I do think we need to give husband the benefit of the doubt. And I think, I do think we need to give husband probably five or six more games, i.e. 90 minute games to say, no, you know what? I am good enough. But early signs suggest that that is not the case. I mean, the problem is as well is who else do you play there? I mean, Yannick there would would be carnage um, because he's a more right-sided player, isn't he? Toffolo, possibly, but he's had a sort of a dodgy injury. Jamal Lewis is out for four months, which is a real shame. Steeperman is the other option. What did you think of him on Saturday? I thought Steeperman was pretty poor, to be fair. He did okay 
again, he didn't have a lot of the ball, but it was just far too many players just floating around, Jack. That was the problem. The midfield did not exist. Is that what, is that what we're going to have to get used to, though? This kind of floating? No, no it's not. No. Because Farker will learn that he cannot have that many players just floating around the midfield. You need to have some more structure to it. I mean, Farker said he, he, he we were disappointed with our first half performance, but he, he did say that he, he wasn't too unimpressed with mm. the second half. Yeah. I thought we were awful once again in the second half. I think it's a bit harsh. I thought I thought we were, we were all right, Jack. I, th- I don't think we were amazing. and I don't think we were shocking. I thought we got we got terribly unlucky with both of our goals conceded. Yeah, Deflection and one that should have been a handball. Let's not but, forget they hit the crossbar. They should have had a, they had a couple of... Yeah, but shots. Angus had that covered, mate, so yeah. it's fine. Okay. But I suppose we've got Charlton, which we'll talk about in a minute, yeah. tonight when you're watching this. So, mm. Or maybe... Because this is going to go up quite near the game, so if you haven't watched it, apologies if we're repeating some things that aren't relevant anymore. But <laughs> we've got another big week. We've got a cup game that Farker is clearly prioritising as a big thing, which mm. is good, I suppose, in some in some um, instances. And then a huge game on Saturday against Millwall, which on paper we should really be winning, but Millwall are up against it. They haven't won this season, and if we lose there or don't get a win, it's it's not ideal, is it? No, I mean, I did tweet after the game uh, on Saturday. I think, I do think the pressure is on. I'm not going to, I'm not being around the bush. I really do think it is because the players have this kind of new oomph about them. It's a new season, it's a new squad, there's some new ideas, there's a new philosophy, there's renewed optimism. Now, the more we fuck up, Mm. excuse my French, the more that optimism is going to be dented. Yeah. And me and you both know, Jack, that it doesn't take too much for Norwich fans to be negative. I mean, it is a, it is a really tough kind of balance because it is a results business and we're already, what, eight points behind Ipswich and, and Cardiff at the top of the table. Which I, no, I know it, at this point of the season, it doesn't matter too much where you are on the table at Villa were bottom on Saturday. Is it just because Ipswich are above us? No, not at all. I ju- I, I'm just saying that I wouldn't look at the table too much at the moment, but at the same time... If you are suddenly five, six, seven, eight games in, mm. and you've maybe won two or three, is I'm probably one of the most patient, or want to be the most patient football fan under Daniel Farker and Stuart Webb because I fully believe in it. It's going to be tough. I'm not saying I want Farker out or anything, not at all. But naturally, as a football fan, you do want to see results on the board. Of course, you do, Jack. Um, and but we had a, actually, you know what? An interesting point was. What we mentioned in the car on the way back home, which was, if we win every single home game, and you said it, Jack, on paper, we should beat every single team in the league Mm. at home. Mm. And if we do that, we'll probably end up in and around the playoffs, right? So if we just pick up a few points away from home, maybe, maybe on another day when we played Villa... We would have luckily got a point. Yeah, we wouldn't have had that decision go against us. I think that's going to happen this season. I'm not saying we're going to win every single game at home. I'm saying that as long as we make Carrow the fortress, let's let's be patient. Mm. Uh, I, I think the reason why I was so angry on Saturday was a mixture of the decision, yeah, and just the the blatancy of just how it, it was a bad team selection. Because Daniel Farker said in his press conference today before. The, the, the pre-Charlton press conference mm. that don't blame his players, blame him fully for, for what we saw at Villa. And I think that's kind of understandable because the the, the team on Wednesday... I think it's interesting, I don't think it's understandable. 
Okay, so the team against QPR he put out was brilliant. It won against yeah, a good QPR it was team. Very, very good. And then he changed it so much. Mm. And I think Farker's right in saying, don't blame these players, don't blame the likes of Harrison Reed. They're youngsters, they've got a lot of pressure on them, they've got a lot of big injuries. Blame me, I got it wrong. I think he knows he got it wrong. And I think that's good that he's he's fronting up to their mistakes. Yeah. On the other hand, there's um, you know, a few of the old guard out there. Russ. Russ was a culprit against Aston Villa. You know, Cameron Jerome mm. didn't really bring much. He didn't get much, but he didn't bring much. Mm. I'm going to say it. You know I'm going to say Stephen Naismith bought mm. absolutely jack shit, Jack. I mean, let's let's stay with Stephen Naismith. I'm going to get to one of your guys' questions super early. Now, Will, um, he sent a few questions in, but one of his questions was, should Stephen Naismith play up front or not at all? Uh, f- for me, I agree with that. I, I, I agree that if he is going to play, he needs to play up front because that's his position. Yeah. That's where he made his career at Everton. That's what he was renowned for. And let's not forget, Jack, that's why we initially signed Stephen Naismith. We were in the Premier League and we bought him to get goals. Not be a leader in the changing room. Mm. Not do this, do that. And I know a lot of people say, what's the difference between Russ and Naismith? Well, the difference is Russ has been at the club a hell of a lot longer and he's on bugger all wages compared to Stephen Naismith. And the other thing to bear in mind, Jack, as well, I don't know the exact wages, I'm not going to pretend, but you'd probably guess that he is on a lot more money than a lot of the other players who are better than him and will outperform him in his position in midfield. I think, yeah, he's definitely not on midfield, we know I that already. I think he can be useful. I want him to do well, I really do. But I think that's a fantastic question, Jack. Um, if we are to play Naismith and he is to do well for us... And traditionally, if you look traditionally, if you look back in the games where he has done well for us, he's been tucked behind the striker. But I mean, tucked, mm. tucked, not sitting in central midfield. No need for that. Yeah, he's not a central midfield. We know that already. I think Farker probably understands that. It was like when we played Stephen Whitaker at central midfield. Uh, it just yeah, doesn't work. Just no, do yeah, agree. But I, I don't, I don't love see, Stevie Witts though. I don't see Stephen Naismith as a striker, an out-and-out striker. He's not that. I know he played there sometimes at Everton and had a bit of joy, but I, sh- I don't see him as a striker. What do you mean position. sometimes? He played up front for Everton, Jack. Jack, he played up front for Everton. Not, not Jack, all... he did not play in midfield for Everton. No, I'm not saying he, he, he was more of a, a number 10. Yeah. Or played... Or, or not at all. Yeah. Or it seems that Farker, especially in pre-season, he, Naismith pretty much played every game. He captained a few of the games, was playing in a more kind of left-wing role mm-hmm. almost, where Wes was pushed out on yeah. occasion... But I think we've got better players in, in, the, in the wingers role. So I guess it's going to be tough. Are you suggesting we play Naismith on the wing? No, You've lost the plot, No, son. I'm not saying that at all. Oh, I'm right, saying good. we've got better players good. there. Yep. I think we've got better players in the number 10. And yep. I don't think he's a striker. I, so where do you play him? I, you, or, or as you've said, you, is he just an expensive luxury? He is. I said it since the back end of last season. And I'll continue to say it. And that's why I said I'll buy everyone a beer if Stephen Naismith scored against Aston Villa. Yeah, you should have bought him a beer if he just completed a pass. That would have been nice enough. <laughs> um, let's talk about Cameron Jerome as well. He's come under a lot of stick over the past sort of three, four games, and probably justified on on occasion. He was poor at the weekend, wasn't he? I thought he was as poor as everyone else. I think I, I, in he, fact, did, he did not get anything. Did he have a single chance? I to think shoot? the thing for me is: did he have a single chance to shoot Jack? Yes, he did. Did one, he? One-on-one, and he, he screwed it up. Forgive me. One chance. Yeah. But we all know, even you guys now, because I've said it so many blooming times, Cameron Jerome 
needs five or six chances to put the ball in there. Nels needs one or even nothing because he'll just make something. But I, I think the thing with Jerome and the, the real value he's brought in previous seasons is, is Jerome will create something out yes, of Yes, agreed. But he oh, has I to ha- play. But then he has to play with someone with him. But he hasn't. Well, the last time, I suppose, yeah, maybe he played with Hooper and Gravel in that kind of last exactly. championship season. But even still, I've seen Cameron Jerome as a, as a single striker do a lot of damage on his own in terms of just putting defenders under pressure and creating something out of nothing. He hasn't done that. So when far. Jerome gets a, when Jerome gets the service, he'll deliver, Jack. I do think he'll deliver. I still think he'll be a useful player for us this season. He'll he will still deliver. Between twelve to fifteen goals minimum, he will. It's just the fact that Aston Villa was such a bad game, and they outrun us in midfield. If the midfield was there, Cam Jam would have scored. He would have scored. I mean, positives from Villa though. Yeah, we, we, we touched on it very briefly. Um, Angus Gunn, two. yeah, and Josh Murphy, correct, which is very exciting. So exciting, and I think it's a real shame because ah, uh, I don't know. There's obviously every single bone in my body wants Angus to do well, and when you concede four goals, mm. but you still look at Angus and think, yeah, you know what, he was the man of the match. Yeah, I think I can't remember who said it. Whether it was you, no, it was it was Rob Butler said after the game says, but Chris, we don't you don't want your goalkeeper to be the man of the match. No, you don't no, want him true. to be the best player in no. the team. And you know, so I'm, I'm buzzing that Angus is. You know, and by the way, he was an absolute. He was a monkey, wasn't mm. he? He was making. Some, Awesome saves. I just, I've got, you know what? I, my only, my only ever thing was I was always a bit nervous for Angus just because it was his first time in, in yeah. the senior team. But, but honestly, he looks so yeah. comfortable. He looks so confident. Yeah, I, I'm already trusting him. Yeah, the way he ke- came out for those one to ones, he he looked as good as John Ruddy in his prime. No, definitely, and I, he looks very commanding as well. Yeah. I, I guess the worrying thing though is in terms of a defensive standpoint is Angus. I don't think he's had a bad game so far. I think he's... Maybe that Swindon game, he would have probably been disappointed to see a couple of them goals. But on the whole, he's been excellent. Yes. Yet we've still leaked an average of about three goals a game. I think everyone is mature enough to know that it's not Angus's fault. No, I know. But that, in terms of a defensive standpoint, yeah. is a worry. Yeah. And I mean, imagine if we'd if we'd had McGovern in goal. Mm. I mean, no disrespect to Mickey McGovern, but... You've just disrespected. I, I, yeah, I have. I'm sorry. I just think, I, look, Angus is a cracking keeper. I'm buzzing his hair. I'm buzzing he's making some big saves for us. Once he has got a stable back four in front of him, he'll smash it. What is that stable back four? Because it, it looks like Zimmerman and Frank are slowly getting there. They're yeah, they will. Stand up yeah. performances. We miss Pinto big time at the yeah, weekend. Hugely, mate. Hugely. hugely. So you've got, if you're playing a back four, you've got three players there pretty much. Yeah. The interesting thing now is, is Tim Close is probably going to be fit for this Saturday. Does yeah. Tim Close come back in? No. Who do you play left back? Mate. Which we've come back to. Can you actually play Yannick at left back? Pro- I wouldn't. I mean, you could. Hang on, did he play, play, sorry, forgive me for not knowing. So he played it right back? Yeah. But not left back? Yeah. And well, Toffolo's right injured? Back. Well, Toffolo's coming back to fitness, but I think it'd be too early doors for him to come into the first team. I, see, I... I I, I, I don't want husband to start against Millwall. Or do you... He's, he's, he's just... He's been weak. Mm. He's been weak. The thing is, though, is if... Second best to everything, mate. And you do... You feel against Millwall he's going to have a, slight, a slightly easier day. 
if he puts in a great shift against Millwall, I know this is a risk. Wrong attitude. No, no, if he puts in a great shift against Millwall, and that could be the building blocks to build on. If he doesn't, then you do have to question it. But I, I'm just in this moment... Are you giving Hasbin another chance? At the end of the day, with what, three, four games in, I think it'd be too early to write someone off completely. I'm not convinced with Husband. I must admit, I'm not. But at the same time, you've got to give people a chance. We've watched him in three games so far this season. Four, I've seen him, but okay. yeah, yeah. Has he had a game where you thought he was eight, eight, eight out of ten? He looked okay against QPR. He looked okay. Yeah, well, we kept the clean sheet. That's all you. That's all you asked for. And w- why was that though? Because but even in that game, yeah, but Jack, against QPR, he did look a lot better to his, pr- his to his other performances, which which isn't hard. Was there anything different in front of him, which maybe made his life a little bit easier? Yeah, hundred percent. The midfield was a hell of a lot more solid. A hell of a lot more. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. For I think the Zim and Frank will be fine. I yeah. think they'll grow into it, and you can already see that. They do look like they've got quite a solid foundation. Mm. And I love the fact that Zimmerman wins everything in the air. Didn't at the weekend. <laughs> okay, apart yeah. from at the weekend. But normally he's up for everything. So much so that sometimes Angus doesn't come out because yeah. he knows the yeah, Zim is yeah. there. And I, I think we've got a quite a nice foundation there for something quite solid. But safe in the back of your mind, you've got Timmy Close that can step yeah. in there. And he'll put them under pressure. And a part of me kind of does want Timmy mm. to break in again. But I don't know. We'll see. That left back is an issue. Yeah, it's a it's a gaping hole in our defence. It I really mean, a, is. A question that has also come up is: is do we need to strengthen any more? And I think we possibly do need another left back. I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, the other option is: do you go five at the back, put Yannick at right wing or Pinto at right wing back, close uh, Zimmerman and Frank at centre back, and then maybe a Steepman at left wing back. Or maybe we're going to play Steekman left back. We don't know. We, don't know. we know nothing. I mean, I mean, look, it's 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 all uh, it's all early doors. Let's look to Charlton then. Yeah, Carabao Cup. Yep. What a name. Have you seen that they're doing the third round draw at four fifteen in the morning? It, they don't help themselves. I, do they? I no, they don't. I I want us to do well in the cup, but it's so tin pot, isn't it? Yeah. It couldn't be. It's more a shame because the league, I can remember growing up. The League Cup was a was a great trophy. Or better than it bloody is now. Well, you, what, 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 what year were you born in? Ninety-seven. It's always been shite, mate. But it's better than bloody four fifteen. The draws. FA Cup is where it's at. Oh, definitely. But it's a shame that the the, the League Cup is quickly becoming as tin pot as the Checker Trade Trophy. If we win the League Cup, hard. We get into Europe. And we are going on the European tour. Okay. Uh, by the way, I love how Farker is really up for the cups. It's interesting, isn't it? Because against Swindon, he pretty much played a first team, and I looked at that and went. Although I love this, this could be risky. Just because... It could be Cambridge all over again. It could be. Yeah, yeah. And you don't want... It's it's tough because I'm, we've had so many managers in previous yeah. years that just haven't taken the cup seriously. You're like, well, take mm. the cup seriously. We want a cup, right? Yeah. And then we finally got a manager who does <laughs> take you it worry. seriously. And now you're like, shit, I don't want it to be injured. Nah, to be fair, I'm, I'm comfortable and confident. And I think that if... I think we can use it as game time. And I said it to you after the Villa game. Mm. Play the exact, the exact, and I mean the exact same team against Charlton. Not, the, not the, not the Villa team, surely. Yeah. What Stevie Naismith? Yeah. Why? Because he needs game time, mate. He needs to practice yeah, playing not football. Not in midfield. He needs to practice. He needs to practice playing football, mate. At home against Charlton. No, no, no. I will tell you why. This is a test. Mm. Play Naismith in centre midfield against Charlton in the League Cup, and see if he delivers. Okay, 
And if, do, it, if he you, delivers, then you can say, actually, you know what? He has got the potential to do okay. But if he doesn't, that's got to be it. You've got to draw a line under it because that's now three games. Yeah, that, that, that's a... We can't... I don't want... Like, Wes isn't fully fit completely. He might be, but I wouldn't risk Wes in the League Cup this early on. He can't hack it and I love him too much. Yeah. And I also love Madison way too much for him to play in the Cup as well, although he might want to. I, I think, you know, we're going to see... I think Madison will definitely feature. Okay. And I wouldn't be surprised if Wes did as well. Because I I, don't, I can't see Millwall away being the game for Wes to really... Disagree completely. Tore them yeah, apart. true. Tore them, he's torn them apart so many times, Jack. And he I'm, will do it again when we go. I've seen so many so many formations and so many players under Farker. I'm in a very confused state of mind. This is why he has to keep it consistent. Like, I know it sounds strange me saying the team selection was shambolic against Villa. But, no disrespect to Charlton, but I am about to disrespect you. <laughs> At home to Charlton... You would expect, like Daniel Farker took the blame for Aston Villa, and fair play, that's a good fit thing for him to do as the manager. It's very responsible, it shows good leadership skills. However, he's wrong. The players that were played against Aston Villa have all got the ability to deliver, mm. all of them, and they all should have done better. Mm. So for me, stick with the same team, let them have game time. And tell you someone who does need game time is Mario Rancic, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. He struggled, but. <laughs> For me, he didn't really connect the pass together. Look, we need the we need this game against Charlton. I hope you play the same team. Francis is a, is a strange one because he looked probably one of our best players in pre-season. Against Fulham, he was Agreed. woeful. Uh, against Sunderland, did he play against Sunderland? He did, didn't he? I can't remember. But the only good game I've seen him in, in competitive football has been QPR, when I thought he was excellent. Yep. And I was like, okay, this is this is the Francis that I fell in love with in pre-season. And then once again. At Villa, he was just awful. He was he was off the pace. Jack, he didn't connect this, the pass. This, the whole German Revolution is a lottery. Yeah, it is a lottery. We want Zimmerman to be the leader, the new big man at the back. But sometimes he is probably going to play quite sharp. <laughs> okay, Frank yeah. is probably going to trip over his shoelaces a couple of times. You know, Branchich mm. is just going to fall over. His hair is lovely. Though, Husband is going to completely miss the man, fall over his own feet, and we'll concede. We've seen that already. Look. We are going to make some mistakes this season. We're all in this together. I know there's people moaning already. But for me, on reflection after Aston Villa, just stick with it. I have got every faith that we will win against Millwall at the weekend. I really do. I, th- I do think the pressure's on. But I think the players will thrive under that. And I think that Daniel Farker will play a bloody brilliant team. So... Millwall at the weekend, and uh, I suppose this also links in, in, in with the Charlton game. Nelson Oliveira came off the bench, scored a goal. That's now quite a few goals already this season. He's been brilliant. He's been our standout man, but groin injury. Apparently, he's going to rule him definitely out of the Charlton game and possibly for Millwall. What do you make of it? I think that... I do think they're trying to protect him. I want to think that anyway. There is something inside of me that says, what's going on? There's something about a bit fishy. I, I, look, I don't want to make rumours out of this. I, he's not, I don't think he's leaving. He's not going. Let's rule that out of the equation straight off the bat. I don't think he's leaving. He looks happy at Norwich. and I think He said he's happy in the Yeah, place. no, he did, he did. I just, I don't buy into this injury. If, if, <laughs> if Farker would have come out and said... Do you need to like feel this groin, Jack, and just make no, sure it's just, that it's, it's all... Well, that would be... I mean, I wouldn't turn it down. But all I'm saying is... If Oliveira is injured, right, and a groin injury, which is is a, is a nasty muscle to pull, 
Yeah. Or at least be tight. You're not bringing him on at 3-1 down in the 70th minute against Fit. It's just not happening. If he's injured, he's injured. You're not bringing yeah. him on. And then I thought, I, I, I just don't get it. Look, if, um, let's if, deal with the facts. Let's deal with the facts. Okay. The fact is, we could play him against Millwall. Because he's not playing against Charlton. Yeah. Should, yeah. Fact. Yeah. Right. Yeah? Fact. I don't know. I don't Unless he somehow magically gets worse, which is impossible considering that he's going to miss the Charlton game. Yeah, okay. Okay? Yeah. Fact number two. Come on against Aston Villa. First thing he does with his first touch, turns on the ball, faces goal, tries chipping the goalkeeper, yeah. hits the roof of the net. Yeah. Fact number three. Mm. His second touch, he puts in the back of the net. You've got to play your best team, Jack. Now, if that means you're going to risk a player getting more injured, I'm sorry, we need the points. And quite frankly, Nelson's our star man. Mm. It's like if Aguero's got a knock in the Premier League, you're not going to keep him off the bench because he's Sergio Aguero. Mm. Now, I'm not saying Nelson Oliveira is anywhere near as good as Sergio Aguero, but he is our Sergio Aguero. He brings a presence. And by the way, you see him warm up and the fans all of a sudden start chanting and... He just brings so much to not just the team, but the whole soul of this club. He's just such an important figure for us. You've got to... I tell you what, Jack. I'll accept... I will accept him not starting against Millwall as long as we play Madison and Wes in midfield. Okay. Because then Madison and Wes in midfield will 100% give Cameron Jerome all of the ammunition he needs. There you go, Cam. Miss that. There you go, Cam. Miss that. There you go, Cam. Miss that. There you go, Cam. Scores. Right. That's fine. <laughs> But I will be so angry again if we play Naismith in centre midfield and Cameron Jerome up front against Millwall because it will not work. Yeah. It will not work. Nelson has got to start against Millwall for me. I'm getting to these questions early, but there's, there's so many good questions this week. And someone asked... Thanks uh, for the questions, by the way, guys, because we do really appreciate them, don't we? find whose name this yeah. was. Hello? Um, no, I can't find the name. But someone asked... Do you think Daniel Farker is using Nelson Oliveira as a, as a home striker and Cameron Jerome as an away striker? Because that's the way it's been so far. Yeah, nah, you can't read anything into that. You no. can't. At the end of the day, we've been playing Jerome because Nelson's been injured, hasn't he? That's why he's played Jerome, apart from when he kicked up a fuss and Nelson deserved to sit out yeah. as a disciplinary. It's just a, it's just a strange one. Cause it could, it could yeah. happen like that. It could happen like that. But for me, Nelson's just as potent away from home. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, he's, he's proven that the stats don't lie, do they? So, going down to Millwall, yep. um, they are, I think they're currently second from bottom. Yep. Two draws and the rest losses so far. Yep. They haven't had the ideal start to the season. Although, on the whole, they've actually played some decent football. I know, I know a Millwall fan, and he hasn't been... He, he feels like Millwall have been a bit unlucky on times. Yeah. It's going to be a tough I test. Millwall. I think Millwall are a proper yeah. football club, aren't they? Especially at home. They're, they're, proper stadium... You know, fans are well known at least. Yeah, you know, well um, I can't. I, I think Millwall will aim to frustrate the shit out of us. Steve Morrison, I really well. do. Oh, by the way, Stevie Morrison. Oh God, Stevie I love, Morrison's going to score. He's going to score, isn't he? Yeah. I. You know what? I was a big fan of Morrow. He was a good striker in the Premier Morrison. League. Morrison. He score like Morrison. six games in a row in the Premier League. That's he, a decent effort. You just remember him scoring against Arsenal, don't you? And, nah. then and then he set out that weird greyhound thing with Grant Holt, which yeah. no one really understood. Yeah, my one of my favourite St- Steve Morrison goals was that header against Sunderland at home. Okay. It was one of our first games back in the Premier League. I think it was maybe I know it was our first home game under the lights. Yeah, 
It was a special atmosphere that night. <laughs> As always under that. Leon Barnett scored. Oh, Leon B. And then Stevie Morrison, poof, back of the net. I love that. You know guy. what? By the way, he's done, he's done so well for Millwall. Yeah, he has. Every single Millwall fan, if you're listening to this now, you'll comment below <laughs> saying how much of a ledge that Steve Morrison is. Anyway, yeah. Millwall play to frustrate us. Yeah. They will sit back in the first half and therefore we've got to score and that we should be aiming to score as soon as possible in the first half, more so than ever before. You, you do feel it, it was the same under, under Alex Neal, it was the same under Alan Irvine, I think it's the, it's the same for most football teams. You just feel like if we score first, we're going to win the game. Yes. If we concede first, although I've still got a lot of faith in this Norwich team, but it just makes it so tough. And look, if we concede against Millwall first... I still do think we'll get a point out of it, absolute minimum, I do, because I don't think they'll be able... Millwall, are, they're going to have to park the bus against us, because mm. they haven't really... They haven't got the talent, they haven't. But then again, I said this against Burton... It was a, it was a different situation back then. I, I know, mean, I know. Millwall, look, they're in this league, and I think they will survive this season, but yeah. they are a team that are simply in this league to try and survive. They're yes. not going for the playoffs. They might get mid-table. I wrote... I, 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 Ragged Millwall to stay up this season. I think they will be a tough test. Yeah. But there is no excuse whatsoever for us. None we should, at we, all. We've got to beat them. Yeah. We've yeah. Got to beat End them. of. Got to. Um, right. Okay. Let's let's move on from that. Um, hype of the week. And I've put here in capital letters no Madison because he didn't feature. Have I said it like four times in the right now? Yes. I actually can't. To say be it, fair though, did you see the the? Oh, it was Remy. Do you follow Remy Matthews on no. Instagram? So Remy Matthews on his Instagram story, Madison was in on the Sunday training, I think oh, on his own. Yes. He was be- he was um, dumbbell bench pressing. Yeah, good boy. Good boy. 25s as well, which for a lad that small, I thought that was pretty decent. Yeah, I, mean, I won't say what I do, but it's decent. He's, he's a decent. small lad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's getting there, isn't he? No, he's a legend. Maybe if we give him a proficient t-shirt, he'll be able to get on the 30s. Get on it. There are some players at the club using um, We won't mention who, we though. Mention um, um, right, so no Madison... Strange after conceding four, but Angus, mm. Angus Gunn, he's just been monumental. He cares as well, doesn't he? And I love seeing oh, players yeah. And yeah, And as well, I think something that's really important, and this is going to sound a bit strange, but bear with me. Right. When players come up to you at the end of the game, when they clap, mm. there's a difference between what I call a footballer clap yeah. and a, I'm, I really, no, I agree. I really I agree. appreciate your support clap. Okay, yeah. Angus... Makes eye contact, gave me a thumbs up, which I appreciate, which is Angus. And look, I just think that's really important, that connection with the fans. You can see he really cares. And, you know, he was saying to me after the game, obviously, I'm I'm just absolutely gutted. Mm. So me me saving, you know, me making all these saves, it basically doesn't mean anything. No, of course not. Unless you get the points. You know what I love as well from footballers at the end of the game? When when they give the the hands up and be like, I'm sorry, lads. Yeah, no, 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 I like that. It's kind of the... Yeah, I like that. And it's the eyes as well as the... Sorry, lads. Yeah. I love that. But, and another thing as well is coming close to the fans. Yeah. You can tell the players... Come, come and embrace us. Yeah. I did notice, I mean, look, I'm not going to set my pitchforks against Cam Jam, but he went straight down the tunnel. Let's not read into that too much, but I, players... I think they'll get better at that this season. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it obviously makes it a lot easier when we win. Yeah. Uh, my hype of the week, the curry... Yeah, the curry was great. The curry was great. The yeah, vibe was, was great. Big. And also, Big Dave in the back seat. He was an absolute gem on that drive. Yeah, well played, Big Dave. That man knows the whole British road system. What is his Twitter? Should we give him a shout out? David 
underscore eleven is it or something? You talk, Dave, I'll find David. out. Yeah, Big Dave, that man. And there was also a lot of controversy in the comment section regarding the best service station. Right. The if you want a Norwich fan taking your away days, it is at David underscore NCFC eleven. This okay. man took a, um, a, a he actually wrote on a sign at the darts saying Neil out um, and it was published live on television yeah. David Giles top boy yeah um, continue what John. was I saying um, something useful oh apparently Weatherby is the best UK service station according to our okay. we've done the service uh, station yeah. it's an interesting chat um, moan of the week um, oh god people blaming Delia Oh my god, it's doing my head in. Is it? It's really making me mad, mate. Oh, bloody hell. No, 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 seriously, Jack. Yeah. Someone legitimately behind us at the Aston Villa game when It's all Delia's fault! It's all Delia's fault! That's who it is! Yeah, but... Okay. It's like that guy the other week. It's Delia's fault. She keeps taking off the top layer. <laughs> taking off the top layer. Delia takes nothing out of this football club. Nothing. What, what? Not a penny. She hasn't got a penny. Well, she has got a penny. She's got quite, lots of pennies. Quite a few pennies. But she hasn't got that many pennies. Hang on. She, to me and you, she's got, got pennies. She's got pennies. She's got pennies, but not pounds. But anyway, Delia does absolutely everything for, the, for this football club. Delia was not playing left back where her husband was playing and made that cock up. <laughs> Delia was not Harrison Reed who gave the ball to their midfielder who then charged in and scored. Delia was not the linesman that gave that shocking decision against Aston Villa. You need to respect it. Look, where is she? Get the shrine up. Get I'm, the shrine. Just, I'm just imagining Delia at left back. <laughs> Absolute scenes. Right. Oh, dear. Delia is amazing. She, she sold over six million copies of her cookbook. <laughs> I mean, if you don't respect a woman for that, what are you going to respect a woman for? I mean, I, I think she's a great... No, no, seriously. Please, that's my moment of the week. If the team does badly... Why Why are you blaming Delia? It makes yeah. no sense. Yeah, she's, she's you can blame Farker for putting the wrong team out. Yes. You can blame Naismith for having another shocking game. Yes. You can play husband for cocking up. Yeah, you can moan. You can blame anyone you want. You blame can't. me if you want. You can't, Jack. No. We've got to keep our heads on. Don't blame Delia, guys. Come on. Um, What's your moan of the week? No, I was going to say, what we need to do is create a game of skate, skate like bingo. So I would have thought, I don't know, but I reckon before he blamed Delia, that guy, I don't know who he is, but probably blamed Russ Martin first, then the officials, yeah, then Naismith, yeah. then he's like, I've got no ass to blame. Delia's fault. And you know what? Another moment of the week for me is... You feel a bit negative this week. Yeah, I, I know. I can sense I'm, it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Another moment for me is people saying, oh, it's all right, Russ Martin's a nice guy. Oh, it's all right, Russ Martin's a nice guy. We've said that probably. I've probably said that. Look, Norwich City fans now know, it's blanket, every single Norwich fan in the world knows that Russ Martin is a nice guy. When he cocks up, please be objective about it, okay? If he cocks up, it's because he's cocked up. You don't need to say, oh, it's all right, he's a nice guy, he's had a bad game. All of the Norwich players individually are probably nice guys. It's just frustrating me that people keep saying uh, I think that's the one thing I want to address as well is obviously we had Russ on the podcast, which was brilliant. One of my favourite videos we've ever made. And I guess... You, you went in on him, by the way. I wouldn't say I went in on him. Not at all. You did. I was honest you did. I was honest with him. No, you were honest, but you went in on him. What did you say, Jack? I, I said I don't think he's necessarily good enough on it in every game. No, you didn't. 
What did I say? You said, Jack Reeve, you said Russell Martin is categorically not a championship defender. I didn't say that. Uh, Jack, I'm afraid oh, to say you did. Oh, Villa. Oh, yes, at Villa, yes. Oh, yes, at Villa. I'd probably agree. I'd probably stand with that. No, not mate, for no. a club, not a top six championship club. Half. If he's got a very good defence around him and a good team around him, maybe. The team but no, the thing, thing, anyway, let me get back to my point. We had Russ on the podcast. You're probably, well, you, you're not mates with Russ, are you? But you, you get on with him. You speak to him quite a bit. Yeah. I don't speak to Russ that much. I've spoken to him and I've messaged him. But I just want to say, with any player, no matter what the relationship I have with any of the players, I will be honest. That's true. And and actually, Rob and Russ, set us up for that, didn't he? And Russ is honest as well. Yeah. He knows... That he's had a bad when game. He, he's his biggest critic. He doesn't need to know off me, who plays five-a-side football once a week, that he's had a bad game. He knows it. Yeah. And Rob said to... I think, no, no, this is quite an important thing for people to know that are listening and watching, to, and watching this. We will always be honest as possible. Yeah, and, and Rob Butler, you know, teed us up at the weekend and went... Your buddy Russ. Mm. What are you going to say about him now? Well, he was shit, Rob. Mm. He was pretty bad. I didn't say shit on Radio Norfolk. That would have been bad. <sighs> would have been cut off. You know, I we, we he was bad, but he knows he's bad, as you say. Yeah. And the only player that we will um, wash over and not be honest about is Angus because he's an absolute boy. And Madison. If Madison has a bad game, he's not had a bad game. You do realise that Angus has a stinker this season. I'm just going to be like, so Chris, what did you think of your mate Angus? <laughs> No, 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 no. To be fair, Angus won't have a bad game, so it's fine. Okay. Uh, right, let's get into the questions then. Uh, once again, you guys have gone in on Snapchat and Twitter. If we didn't answer, I'm sorry, but there's too many good ones this week. Um, have we got a choose question of the week for free treats? Not this week, maybe okay. next week. Uh, let's start with Wally, and he asks, do you have any other videos planned with Norwich players? Is this guy's name Wally? It was It was on Snapchat. I don't know if his name is actual. Fair play, Wally. Um, Wally, um... Hopefully, um, it's it's very the good thing with with Russ, and I think we both agreed on this. When you get to know football players on a more human level, you start to realise that one, they're very media trained, so it's tough to get a decent answer out of them. And two, a lot of them just don't want to sit down and talk for an hour about football, and rightly so. Russ, on the other hand was excellent he gave us so much value mm-hmm. and I only want to create content on this channel that is going to bring you value rather than if you want to see players chat media train questions go to the EDP go to Radio Norfolk they, they will do it better than us all the while what we can do is bring a slightly different perspective Pretty, yeah. and it's, it's a very rare thing that you get a player who can give you what you want we've had opportunities in the past as film stuff for players that we've turned down because we don't think it's good enough Russ was a very unique opportunity for us yeah and the thing is as well is that yeah, you, you, it's, it's, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because they've got to be, although you would think we just need to take any player possible, yeah, as you say, we, it would just be another Radio Norfolk or EDP. It's quite important. That, and not that's, we're not slagging anyone off here. No, no, no. But, but we, they but, do we, that yeah. better than us. We, we want to get, yeah, we want to ask them questions like, do you like broccoli and all this random stuff? Because that's what we, we want to ask questions that you guys want to send us and, and therefore you get the most value out of it. So if we have a player on next then it'll be a player that wants to do it, but can give us stuff that's not media trained. Mm. So, and and yeah. the thing I really loved with Russ is what we, that was planning for months. And we said from the outset, we want to put across the Russ Martin that people don't really see, don't really know, but mm. you know so well, and I've got to know so well. And I think we've done that really well. I think 
the opportunities will be limited with other players. But if something comes up, and once again, the club have to be happy with it, that's another um, another stumbling block, um, possible stumbling block. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bold move from a club to give freedom to us to ask a player a question. So fair play to the club, fair play to Russ for doing that. I'm sure there will be something that crops up. I think they, I think guys, you should be a little bit excited because I don't think we are not going to have another player on. We will have another player on. We're probably going to have another player on before the end of this season. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, Sam, should we go back in for Robert Snodgrass? Fascinating one, this. I actually answered a question on my Twitter about this, Jack. Uh, just because it was just a fun question. Okay. Um, I don't think he fits into this system, no. but I was dis- But on the other hand, I was disappointed when he left. A mm. lot of fans didn't get on with him because he gave it a he gave the snake pit some jip. Uh, you know me, I love that passion. Anyone that cares that much, Jack, Jack, yeah, yeah, anyone no, no, that no. cares that much about the football club. And by the way, what a fantastic free kick taker he was. Great, sentence. which arguably we've only just replaced in, yeah. in Madison yeah, yeah, and poss- possibly Vrancic. For me, Snoddy won't come to us because we won't. We definitely won't pay his wages unless we offloaded Naismith. Oh, actually, another kind of add-on question which someone sent me is Naismith or Snodgrass? Snodgrass. Snodgrass. 100%. I love Snodgrass and I, he was one of my favourite players when he was here but we're in a new regime yeah. it just doesn't fit back. it doesn't fit now it, it's a shame but no, it was like it, them, it was like a couple of years where we were like should we take Holtie back yeah love Holtie obviously much more influential legends I mean I'm not saying Snod, Snodgrass isn't a legend but yeah no Holtie needed to stay a legend yeah you know that whole kind of coming back thing it's only I've only really seen it work with Henri yeah. for Arsenal yeah, yeah it's not really right. worked apart from that you're probably right. Uh, now, this is definitely the most popular question of the week. So many people ask this, and I guess it's because of this kind of Nelson Oliveira groin injury. Do we need another striker? It's a it's a it's a hard one because Nelson, if he gets to full fitness and is firing on full cylinders week in week out, we've got the best yeah. we've got the best striker in the league. But, as you say, if he is injured and we've got Cam Jam, I'm not saying Cam Jam's not up to it. I just think that, yeah, I, in short, yes, I do think we need another striker. But I think it's going to be have, it's going to have to be a striker on loan. And I think it's going to have to be a striker that's, that's young and inexperienced and from a Premier League club. And therefore, are you really 100% going to... Because if you, if you bring in a new striker, you need to know that he's going to deliver. There's been a few occasions where Norwich have bought in players on loan, hoping they're going to deliver, and they've just not delivered, because mm. the bottom line is, unless they're an actual player of our club, I don't know, there's just yeah, something, there's something that's eats, either just eats away. We're, we're, we're in a lucky position with Angus that he was born here, mm. and he follows the club, and he's loved the club, and he's followed, you know, Talk Norwich City since he left, and, you know, like there's all of that stuff, but, yeah... I think... It's a hard one. I th- yeah, I think this striker thing is Could a fascinating Could we bring back Carlton Morris? Well. Is that possible? I don't think he's good enough, personally. He's out on loan now, anyway. I think... I, I look back to the... Was it, it was what, what was this last season we went up? 2014-15, when we had Graben, Hooper and Jerome. That was a very unique situation because all of them players that season chipped in with 10, maybe even 15 goals mm. plus each. You very rarely, very rarely see a team in the championship where three yeah. strikers are all scoring goals yeah. on a regular basis. Fair play to Neil Adams and also Alex Neil that season for somehow rotating it and keeping it, mm-hmm. um, keeping everyone happy, keeping yeah. everyone happy. And that is the tough thing. We've got Nelson and we've got Jerome. If both of them stay fit, we're good, we're fine. But 
if Jerome gets injured or Nelson gets injured, which is possible because Nelson doesn't have the best track record for fitness, Jerome's getting on a little bit now, you're then down to one striker and then that's when you face issues. But if you bring in a third striker, an out-and-out striker, you're going to want them to be a good one, aren't you? And if you bring in a third-choice striker who's mm. going to be a good one, he's most likely going to be sitting on the bench a lot. A good striker isn't going to want to come to a club where he's sitting on the bench. He wants to be that main man. Nelson is our main man. Yeah. I think, everyone knows that as well, don't they? And I think that Nelson and Jerome combo, if both fit, is, yeah. is a good one. But, and I, I guess, I think what Farker, I think the ideal plan here is you've got Nelson as the main man, Jerome as the backup, and Marley Watkins as the man who kind of plays the cup games and maybe plays out on the wing. A bit of a versatile player. He'd done that at Barnsley, and I think that was why he was brought in. Yeah. I see Watkins doing that job well. Hasn't quite worked for him just yet, but we're very early doors. I think it'll click. I don't think we need another striker. I mean, the ideal situation is you go out and spunk 10 million on someone, but we don't have that yeah, money. exactly. So, you know, I, think, I think there's positions where we need strengthening more than the striker position. Personally. Agreed. And I think another kind of point to go against getting a new striker is the midfield should contribute more in terms of yeah, goals yeah. than they than they ever, ever have done. Because it's about possession, it's about the offence, mm. it's about going forwards and driving forwards with the, ball, with the ball and creating opportunities. Players like Vrancic should be chipping in with goals this season. Yeah. Wes, being Wes, will just chip in with goals this season because mm. you know he will. I think Madison, I think Madison will score quite a few from free kicks this season. Murphy, you know, you, you, I think Josh Murphy will score as many, if not more, than his brother last season. I do. You can already see it this season, how much he yeah. wants it. Yeah, yeah. And I actually, you know what? I quite like, I don't know, Jacob going, so far in my opinion, I think might have spurred Josh on even more. Possibly. He got the ball against Villa and he just was just, I'm off. Sod you lot, I'm I th- off on my own. I, think, I like that. I think the greatest compliment of any player is when they have the opposition team have to sub off the player that's marking him. They saw the yeah. Huttons getting rinsed by Murphy every yeah. time. And I saw someone an Aston Villa fans tweet. How is Hutton still playing for Aston Villa, by the way? But to be fair to Hutton, he's actually been, from Villa fans, he's been decent for Villa the past season. What I was going to say was, though, I saw a Villa fan tweet that Murphy was the best winger they've seen there for a good couple of years. And I think his performance yeah, justified that. So Will asks, he's sent in quite a few questions this week. How okay. long until we become a Premier League club again? Thanks, Will. Thanks for sending in loads of questions. That's good. Um... Oh, God. I would love to go up this season of course I, something inside of me says that we're not ready for the Premier League but I'm a Norwich fan I love the club and I, and I want us to do the best possible my heart says it will take us probably a couple of seasons yeah. for us to for us to be in the automatic certainly however I do think we'll be in the playoffs this season. I really do think we'll be in the playoffs this season. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm naturally a bit of a dreamer. And we were saying, weren't we, going up to Villa, we were like, I don't get people who were going to Villa being like, we're going to lose. I went up to Villa knowing that we were probably going to lose. But I told myself, and I gave myself that thought, that we're going to win. Because what's the point in supporting a football club? Correct. If you're just going to be like, yeah, nah, we're going to lose today. What's the point? There's, yeah. no, there's no fun in that. So... Naturally, I've said from the start of the season, and I will stick to it, although I think I'm wrong, that we will go up automatically this season. From what I've seen, I couldn't be more far off. But, <laughs> so that's you my heart what? speaking. On a serious note, you should get a bet on that. 
I'm a dreamer. Leo, I'm a dreamer. Sign up to Leo Vegas <laughs> and get a bet on him, mate. Stick a cheeky fiver on it. Yeah. Head says... Leo Vegas, £5 Norwich to win the league. Hart says... Hart says £10 Norwich to win the league. <laughs> Head says, no. Head, Hart says... Hart says we're going to go up automatically. Don't think it's going to happen. No. Head, if I was a neutral fan, I think scraping into the playoffs would be brilliant. I think I'd we'll be in it. We won't scrape it. We'll be in it. I, I, that, I think that would be brilliant. Um... It's going to be. A, I'm, I'm just buzzing to see the narrative of this season because it's just so exciting, and and that and that really spurs me on. Um, Joe asks for Chris to answer. Okay. Would you rather Madison? Why me? Oh. Or Pinto? <laughs> Why me? Now you know. Would you rather Madison or Pinto score a last minute winner against Ipswich? Oh my god, that actually makes me emotional. <laughs> oh my god. What would what would you, what if either of them scored? What would you do? If Madison or Evo scored what in the ninth minute against Ipswich to win like it, the third minute, shirts off, like literally topless, yeah, scarfs, scarfs going everywhere. Right, I'm, I'm pretty much well. We sit, we sit next to the wall anyway. Uh, you know what I did when, my, <laughs> you know when um, Harrison Reed scored that absolute blinder, <laughs> the onion bag splitter, as uh, M- Michael Manson ninety three said. Um, you know what? I just do this weird thing now. Where I don't know if it's, I'm getting old or whatever, but I just can't. I can't take the the just sheer ecstasy. Yeah. So I just kind of go, "Oh my god!" I, I just can't <laughs> believe it's happening. I think I'd certainly cry with happiness. The shirt would be off. Who would? Oh god! Who would I rather it be? So I'm just putting out here as well. It's a good start to the season. They're in the playoffs. Playoff final oh, God, against Ipswich. Honestly, that's too much. No. no, seriously. I think honestly, I think I'd have a heart attack. What a way to go that'd be. Oh, mate. <laughs> I tell you what. Right. You know what? That's brilliant. That'd be... You know what? Let's change the question. How would you most like to die as a Norwich fan? <laughs> um, right, let's answer the question. Madison is an absolute boy, and I love him, and he'd go berserk. But no one, and I mean no one, reaches Ivo Pinto's passion for this football club. Oh. And honestly, you know what I think Pinto would do if he scored against Ipswich? I think he would literally rip his shirt in half, like from the front, rip yeah. it in half. He's in the snake pit. He's punching fans. <laughs> fans, fans punching him. I just, I, honestly, just the scenes, just, it, this, that is, you know what? Can that just be our Talk Norwich City question of the week? Yeah, should we send him something? Can we send him something? Um, <laughs> what do you want? What do you um, want? Tweet us, what do you want? Joe, uh, get in touch. Do you want anything? <laughs> Send, let us know. Okay. But by the way, oh my God, the scenes. I'd be so emotional. Who would you want to score in 90th minute against Ipswich? You know what? Anyone. No, don't. That's, that's a cop-out answer. It's not. You've got one player that you want to score against Ipswich in the 90th. Oh my God. Hang on. Let me pitch this to you. Uh, you know, let me pitch this to you. Right. Madison's on the corner, okay. okay? He goes to take the corner from the Ipswich end, so he's getting booed, he's getting things chucked on him. So we're down He's getting bar, tense, we're really, yeah, of course we're up against the Barkley, you know. The Norwich fans, you know, yellows, yellows. We need to start shooting towards the Barkley second half, by the way. Agreed, but yeah. that's always been a thing. The ball floats in, okay? But wait, someone's come up for the corner. Bloody hell. Do you know who's come up for the corner? Angus is up. Angus Gunn comes up. <laughs> And he leaves like a salmon. And he just 
pops it home. He looks like the under 14 player. Under 14 player. By the way, if you haven't watched the match day experience from last weekend, watch it because it's hilarious for that. Anyway, Angus pops up, salmon, just bang, top yeah. bins. Oh my god, that how flipping good would that be? You know who I'm just going for? Nelson Oliveira. Just because I think he would genuinely kill someone if he scored. I don't want anyone to die. Oh my god. But I think he I would think punch some, a ball boy. Oh, I think it'd cause some it would cause some issues, Yeah. It? I think he'd have to have the security around him. He would lose his head. Oh, seriously, he would <laughs> actually lose his head, wouldn't he? So badly. Oh, the scenes, though. Absolute limbs. See, this is say. what I love being a Norwich fan. Those moments are what you live for, isn't it? Yeah, it's just, like, a, dr- it's just, just a dream. Even when we scored against Villa, we had, like, <laughs> we had like people jumping on us from behind. It's just brilliant. <laughs> we were, oh. Anyway, what a question. Sorry, we dragged that a bit, uh, but that yeah. was a fantastic question. So I would go for Nelson. But if I was to go to Madison or Pinto, I'd go Pinto. Pinto. Uh, what away game would you recommend as a Norwich City fan living in Ireland who can only come over for one away game a year? Except for Ipswich, because oh, I think really? Ipswich is the guaranteed one, but it's tough to get tickets for that one. Um, oh, that's a hard question. You go. I think if I'm coming over from Ireland and wanting to spend... A weekend here, so I'm trying to think of a city. Sheffield's a lovely city. I'm really looking forward to Sheffield United. Sorry, did he say an away game? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sheffield would be up there. Sunderland, the northeast. That's always a good oh, kind of trip. We're losing Sunderland at, at their place. Yeah. Now. Oh, that's a Tuesday night as well. Uh, Ipswich would obviously be the obvious one. Burton is always a bit of a laugh. Do uh, not. No, 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 no. We don't want to put them through that. No, don't know. Don't do not go to Burton. Um, London game, Millwall. Forest is always quite good. Forest is a good one. Forest is good. That's a traditional football club. I'd probably say Sheffield United, you know. Okay, Sheffield United. Good good atmosphere down there, good city. Or Sheffield Wednesday. That is near the end of the season, Sheffield Wednesday. Party atmosphere. Could win the league there, who knows. Um, Sam asks, we've already touched on this, what is your opinion on the Nelson saga? Is he actually injured? You know, but by the way, I kind of, I'm actually quite enjoying this. I'm enjoying the saga. I'm enjoying the hype. Yeah. I'm enjoying the Norwich fans knowing that they've got a weapon on the bench. An absolute weapon, mate. And a rocket launcher at that. Bloody hell. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, under Alex Neil, we never had a plan B. Never, ever, ever mm. did we have a plan B. Now, we've got a blooming good plan B. Blooming good one. And that excites me. And it should excite Norwich fans too. Yes, there's a bit of a thing going on. But let's face it, at the moment, he's coming on and everything he touches turns to gold. So, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, He's injured, probably. I don't think Farker's going to lie about it. Um, I just love him. We love Nelson, by the way. No one will ever slag off Nelson in front of me and Jack, ever. You could do, but... We won't take it very well. No, we won't. Especially not on these protrusions. Finally, let's end with Josh. How do Norwich fix their defence? It's a, it is a question, it is the million dollar question that no one has no, worked out. No, I think no, I think we could break it down. I think first and foremost, you've got to start by protecting the defence, which sounds weird. Yeah. Uh, I think that the midfield need to, I'm not saying the midfield needs to be defensive. I just mean that we can't be overrun like we did against Aston Villa ever again this season because it was far too easy. Against QPR, because we had so much possession and we held the ball, the defence had more time to almost anticipate what was coming. Yeah. And then also they had time to back each other up. Against Villa, it was an absolute storm, 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 constantly, all the time. We couldn't handle it. I think, I agree with the midfield. I think that's a huge part. And I think the way we're playing football this season, it makes it an even bigger part. Yeah. 
I think consistency, having the same players in there. Yeah. As a as a as a defender by trade, playing next to the same players, it, it feels more comfortable, better than having people coming in. And I, it's been tough at the moment because we've had injuries and we're still early doors in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say a consistent back line, one that you're confident with. And I think Franker and Zimmerman are the centre-back pairing. I think Pinto's the right-back. The left-back is still up and out, but I'm not too sure. I'm sure it'll work out. Uh, so consistency, better midfield, mm-hmm. and just being aggressive. And husband needs to be Are we being a harsh husband? I don't... We keep asking ourselves, are yeah. we being harsh? Which I think is quite a nice thing that we're doing that. Mm. But I also think we need to show that we're being quite realistic, Jack. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Anything to add? No, fine. Um, right, so you're probably seeing this. You might the Charlton game might have already happened. Hopefully, we're in the four fifteen a.m. round three draw of the Carabao yeah. Cup, um, and then Millwall. We will be at Millwall on Saturday. If you want to come and say hello, get on the match to experience, have a fan yeah, camp, do it. come and say hello. Do we it. always love that. Um, and let's by and by the way. Let's create a better, a better atmosphere than we did against Aston Villa. Yeah, it was disjointed, which I'll accept. But I think Millwall, we, we need can to do better. Yeah, we need some scenes. We can do better. Bring so, the yeah. voices. Rest up there. this week. Um, yeah, let's just have a good time and let's hope for a better week than last week. Chris, we'll see win. You in London, three points. Bye bye.